0: Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Welcome once again to Open House of Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side.
2: And Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy Saturday. It's happy Saturday to you. Right yes. back at you. Yeah,
1: it's been an interesting couple of weeks getting into <laughs> 2020. I didn't even know exactly where I wanted to go with that full statement. It's been jam-packed already. Yeah, we're off
2: to a big start, busy start, yeah. and it's just going to keep going
1: that yeah, way this I year. I
2: have a funny feeling.
1: Yeah, I was actually auditing some of our past shows, you know, how I always go back just to see, like, mm-hmm. how dorky we sounded sure. or, you know, <laughs> did yeah, that show go we as well a, we or as a, bad as I think it went, Yeah, you we needed dork meter Oh, good Lord. You know, you know that that would get oh, David my, well, Summers. Girl. He'd be like, ding, 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 We'd get We'd get dinged a lot on that one. But um, no, I just, I was going back and re-listening to a bunch of our past programming and it's like, wow, there's been a lot going on. We just like dove right into 2020 with so many things. I I know my team is super busy right now. Right. You know, we've got tons of stuff going on, lots of changes happening as well. And it's just like, whew, I gotta stop it take it's a. It's funny breath. how that
2: works. A lot of the real estate agents, I think, took pretty much the entire month of December off. I did, and not. a lot, a lot were. Uh, well, we had, I did take had, time off, I mean, but we, we had still. these these midweek holidays, right. And and that always, yeah. uh, you know, kind of tends to get monkeys make things happen. Yeah, uh, but, plus, but see,
1: when other people have that much time off, mm-hmm. you know who they're calling?
2: Well, I get the same thing as yeah. well. You know, they're hey, calling well, us. Well, hey, and hey I, yeah, I got a little free time. Why yeah. don't I just check in on interest rates and all of that? Right.
0: And, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we
1: had our yeah. staff. They were they were out showing lots and lots of houses during the holidays, including <laughs> me.
2: In the torrential rain, you know, that we were experiencing yeah. pretty much all the month of December. Which yeah, is, which sometimes rain, sometimes not. Pretty not south. Yeah, yeah, we
1: had some dark days. Yes, we did. The darkest, well, what is it, they call it the something like third darkest or fifth darkest day was yeah. in December. But anyway. A little crazy. Right, we're crazy. Now,
2: yeah. that now. Yes. thankfully, the days are getting a little bit longer. Yes. And the, uh, you know, the, the snow is, has arrived. You know, the passes, the ski resorts are booming. Yeah. I got to want to talk about that real quick, though. Okay. I went and took a trip uh, up to Crystal Mountain, get a little skiing in on a Saturday okay. morning, left about 6.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. I've skied Crystal my whole life. I yeah. love that resort. Mm-hmm. I've never had a problem with parking, anything like that. Uh-huh. Three and a half hours into the drive, I'm still sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic 11 miles from the turn up up the hill to Crystal. Holy cow. I was absolutely log jammed. And um, and so wow. it was it was horrific. Because there was an accident or there no, was just that many just people going on? That many people. And Man. so what's happened. Oh, because uh, you went on a Saturday. That's well, why. it's it's not that. I mean, in years past, there's never been this issue. Mm. Uh, I was talking with one of the, the locals at a certain watering hole in Greenwater, Washington, who said last year, Crystal sold 6,000 season passes. This year, they sold 26,000. <gasps> And, and so then you combine that with a short season, a late start to the season, and everybody wants to get up there and enjoy the enjoy the snow. What
1: was the? I mean, that's a massive it a big, increase. It was a big
2: jump. Well, there was a there was a buyout. You know, Crystal's under new ownership now, and a few changes like that. But what's happened is that in response. God, I haven't to, been there in years. Okay, you know, it's it's a beautiful place, and but in response to all this overcrowding, <laughs> uh, Crystal did acknowledge it was kind of a nightmare. You know, for recent recent weekends. So uh, what they've done is changed this, and I want to make sure our listeners are aware of this. If you're planning on just hopping in the car and driving up to Crystal, they are not going to be selling lift tickets at the resort on oh. the weekends. You have to buy your lift tickets in advance. Oh wow! They're only going to set aside a certain number of tickets, and once they're sold, that's it. And that's their attempt of controlling the crowds. Right. Yeah. So so I just mention that because uh
1: well yeah no one wants to drive three and a half hours or whatever and then be like what do you mean i can't get a ticket
2: exactly exactly so so just really think about that one and plan ahead because that's a whole big new game
1: you know and there's also a lot i mean i'm sure the new ownership and how they're doing things is is one part of it, but there's also a lot of new construction out down that direction, too. Well, there's, so there's even more yes. people living closer there's to new that. construction. We just have a lot yeah. more
2: people here. Well, we, yeah, we I mean, that,
1: that gets to part of what some of our yeah, other exactly. stories are, but yeah.
2: Exactly. So so just kind of plan ahead on that. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that other resorts might something. resort to the same thing. I wouldn't uh, have known that. Yeah, Stevens Pass has a similar issue. And uh, and so uh, where it can just, the parking lot can just fill up and then that's the end of it. So, hmm. you know, my strategy for crystal now, you either, you know, well, hopefully this, this change in the ticket sales will, will, will fix that. Otherwise you got, you got to leave at 5.00 AM to get there before the crowds, or right. you got to head up there around 10, 10, Because then the lot will start to open up as people leave half day. Yeah, leave around noon. Yep, and there's a lot
1: of people who only ski half day.
2: Yeah, they do. Well, if you got a season pass, no, no harm, no foul. You know, just go up there get a few runs in. Well, some people
1: when they get older they just can't do it all day.
2: (laughs) The bones get sore. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful spot up there. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous.
1: I just, I haven't been because I've gotten. I'm the opposite side. I did all that stuff when I was younger, and yeah. now I'm more on the boating side. Yeah. It, you you do both all the time, right? You do yeah. it your entire life because you grew up here. But I, I didn't, and I also grew up in Kansas, where duh, there's no mountains, so I right. didn't learn to ski yeah, until yeah. I moved here. Right, and yeah. it, and I will tell you, I do have a little PTSD with Crystal specifically. Oh yeah, because when I moved here. I was 21 years old, and there was a guy that I had moved here with, and I had a girlfriend from work, and we all went up there together. Now, they had all grown up skiing, yeah, and I had not. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll teach you. They got me up there, (laughs) and they took me up on the little bunny hill, or Mm -hmm. whatever you call it, the bunny Mm -hmm. slope, I think twice, and... They didn't really teach me much skills other than, you know, the do the pizza, the pizza, the pizza. Pizza hot you know. dog, pizza hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And um, two tiny little runs, and then they took off <laughs> and left me. And if I, I don't know if this lift is still there, but I got on a lift that was what we'd been using because it did a dump off on the bunny slope and then went up to a blue. Uh-huh. And I didn't know how to get off very well by myself, and so I got taken up to the blue. <laughs> And then I had to get
2: down. It's a little bit different now, but well, it was
1: also also icy. Yeah, Yeah. which was terrible conditions. I literally, Eric, I had bruises on both (laughs) sides of my body from the top of my hip to my knees. Yeah, like full, like black and blue bruises from the falls. And had smacked my head once too because with the ice and everything, I, I just well, sure. And then thank goodness, some good Samaritan came over and stopped me at one point because there was me and one other idiot who had done the same thing and we're like almost slamming into each other, like crossing paths up there, (laughs) trying to get down because we're terrified. But this woman stopped me and because I was terrified and I am afraid of heights too, so this was really pushing every button on me. (laughs) She stopped me and she said, you need to redo your boots you're going to break both your ankles cuz my boots had become unlatched mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that. Oh sure. Cuz yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I I got really lucky literally that I did not snap both legs well, you, you know can
2: hurt, hurt your knees doing stuff like that the following kind of, i'm yeah.
1: amazed i went back but the following year because i i just went down and basically got beverages and waited till they got back and got sure. really ticked off and then oh boy. <laughs> but then the following year i took lessons and now i can do like yeah. blue and black diamond but still it was like ugh.
2: One of my friends had a date up there and uh, actually a steven's pass and uh first date really nice girl they're getting on a chair. And Second this is date, the, not so nice this girl. This is the old school chairs <laughs> that they didn't slow down. They just hit you full speed. And, oh yeah, yeah. You know, kind of oh, scooped God, you yeah. up and off you oh, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he did something wrong, caught a tip or something, oh, and no. so he's hanging like by his hand off the oh. lift. They stop the lift, and he's about I don't know three four feet off the ground. And, oh, okay, and that's the not gir- too bad. The girl looks at him. She's completely embarrassed, and she says, "Just let go." So he does. He drops down. Yeah. You know, he never saw her again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how she, she just like went she up was, the lift. She and was like, mortified. Yeah, and she just took off and disappeared, and and that was the end of that. Oh, that, that was so. rude. Well, yeah, it uh, it, it was. But uh, he was very embarrassed about that. So, which is Listen. why I'm bringing that up. How you doing, Dave? Anyway,
1: because <laughs> you think he's listening? Is that what you you're never saying? Know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So we touched on a minute ago, talking about. Um, The housing stuff. You brought an article in to talk about. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do it right now, Uh, or did you want to go into mortgage rates first, Uh, or do you even want to do mortgage rates right now?
2: We can we can give a little bit of an update. I'm just kind of looking at some general trends right now. We've been in such a holding pattern with interest rates. Yeah, they're staying very very stable. Yeah, and uh, we've got a new trade deal with China, Uh and um, you know, phase one of that trade deal basically has the the U S. Excuse me, China agreeing to buy. Around eighty billion dollars of manufactured goods from the U.S. and that's broken out between energy supplies, uh, U.S. services. Um, they're talking about agricultural products and things like that. The big question about that is is whether China will follow through, you know, with those purchases. There's some that kind of say, well, that would put a pretty undue heavy reliance on the U.S. for China. You know, and and they're, they may not be willing or capable of doing that. We'll see what happens as that pans out. Uh, but that I'm number was is I'm just curious when they
1: try and get them to do that because how, how do you get them to do it?
2: You do it by lifting tariffs. You do that by encouraging, lowering the prices of things. But the government says, the yes, we're, we're going to go buy mm-hmm.
1: all this stuff. And then what mm-hmm. do they got to do? Go encourage all the businesses mm-hmm. to actually do it?
2: Yeah, yeah, by, by price controls. Yeah, it's it, it works. It works. Mm-hmm. It's okay. it's uh, tinkering with, you know, the free markets for sure. Yeah. Uh, but but it definitely does. You know, why is that important? You know, to us, it's important because we, we want to see our economy growing. Uh, we want to see, you know, that 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 trade, and if, if this does pan out, it's a good deal for U.S. businesses and mm-hmm. could give us a little bit of a boost to um, our economies. The other th- part that goes along with that is our rate of inflation. Yeah. We need to keep it up. We need to increase the inflation rate, and uh, this sounds absolutely 100% counterintuitive, but the Fed has a target okay. inflation rate of 2%. They Which want to is see prices. Mild. It's still fairly mild, but we're a little bit below that right now, around 1.6 percent or so. We want to see that inflation rate actually a little bit higher. Uh, that really kind of points the indications the Fed may not be that eager to increase interest rates in the mm-hmm. near future because that would tend to slow the economy down. We want it going the other direction. Right. We want that increasing uh, speed. Um, why is that important? Um, I know we got to take a, a quick break here. Well, I guess but you can tell. I want us to that talk about that. When we get back, yeah. Why do we want inflation? Why is that such a big deal? And what sort of impact is that going to have? Well, on I know. I certainly want to know. Interest rates.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, that's what the show is all about. Minds know? Yeah, because not everybody right. listening to the show is that's right. Familiar with that. That's so let's, right. Let's get and down and dirty. And get in those can, details. You can
2: help our inflation rate by visiting some of our sponsors here. <laughs>
1: This point and click. We'll
2: be right back. We got more uh, open house with Team Reba when we come back.
0: Open house with Team Reba on AM 1580. The answer. To open house with Team Reba.
2: Welcome back to open house with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial, and I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from two to three o'clock, bringing you information on real estate and finance. And also on Sundays from three to four p.m. And on podcast, correct? iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Google, Spotify, just the just best uh, sprout.
1: There's, I mean, just Google us in podcast but open house with team reba podcast yeah you're gonna find out there you go or or just whatever channel is like your favorite that's right and
2: you're gonna find almost four years of content there and lots. not almost it is four years of content content. almost we're working on 5 we're in
1: our fifth year yes we started in late september back in 2015 can you believe it
2: It goes fast
1: i know that well that's what i was saying at the beginning of the show it's just like We're just jumping right into another new year and we're going to have all kinds of stuff going on. And, you know, we've already got like, you know, our, well, as you and I had talked about at the end of 2019, one of the other things we have coming up is another class.
2: That's right. We have class on February 29th. (laughs) That's about the only way we can say it. The official (laughs) First-time homebuyer class sponsored by the Washington State Housing Finance <laughs> Commission. Uh, this is a five-hour class. It's free. And we try and uh, get through that five hours as quickly as we possibly can because mm-hmm. everybody knows in the eyes of the state of Washington, an hour is not an hour. An hour is 50 minutes. That's right. So there you See, go. See, they're
1: downsizing, too. That's right.
2: <laughs> Everything kind of keep that all lean and mean. Uh, but but if you are interested in first-time homebuyer programs, mm-hmm. zero-down programs, yep. Uh, reduced cost for mortgage insurance, PMI, which is required when you put less than 20% down, Mm -hmm. this class is required. Yes. And we'll give you a certificate. That certificate's good for two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, but but, but more than that, we're gonna give you life skills. We're gonna give you information to make you a savvy shopper, understand the process. Know what questions to ask. Know Critical what Critical thinking process skills. Is. There's yeah. a
1: lot of good stuff that we pack inside of this. That's right. As that's you right. like to say, we cram pack it. Cram pack. We cram pack it, and we're going to cram pack ourselves into the Renton Chamber facility in downtown Renton
2: on February 29th. That's a Saturday. Yes,
1: we're leaping into the leap year and on start leap at day.
2: 9:30 in the morning. So yes, bright and early. Wait, are we? 9:30. 9:30. Yeah. I thought it was from 10 to 2.30. No, we're going to make it 9.30. That way we can um, get out of there a little bit earlier. So, uh, 9.30. Why can't
1: we just do 10 to 2.30 because we got the 50-minute segments?
2: Well, we because it's already scheduled. <laughs> and you agreed to that schedule. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 10 to 2.30. Maybe I snuck that in there. You
1: might have snuck that in there on me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: You clicked okay. So that's <sighs> on you, my friend. Well, I
1: thought that meant just like getting the room time. No, I didn't that's, know that. That's, that was uh, that's, the our, start that's time. our start time. Oh man! Yeah,
2: yeah, you are gonna have to get up early.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, because you know, I have to walk my dog before I go do all this yeah, stuff. Bring her,
2: bring him along. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? He is going to be trained by then. Yeah. Did I tell you I am sending no, 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 Rusty no. to? No, this is in twenty twenty. This is twenty 2020,
2: twenty, not twenty twenty two. No, did
1: I tell you I'm sending him to boot camp? Oh thank God. Yeah. Really? Because I have an upcoming trip. Yeah. And while I am gone, he's going to he's boot going camp. To he's going to a canine dog training. Wow. Seattle canine dog training. Oh. He's doing I'd love a board and this. train. Yeah. I'll have to show you these videos. Yeah. It's it's amazing. He's gonna be able to go off leash, right by my side. You won't recognize him when he's done.
2: I I, I won't. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone I will recognize him. I refer to Rusty him. as the world's worst golden retriever.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. that's well, not it very Well, nice. it was my dog
2: sitting, chasing him through the neighborhood at 3.30 in the morning that kind of switched me a little bit on that one. <laughs>
1: You did tur- have a poor And he's just trees. looking back
2: at me like, ha-ha. <laughs>
1: well, it's because it's fun for a dog to be chased. <laughs> of course. You know? But anyway. Yeah, of
2: course. Of so course. so yeah. Anyway. So yeah. our class, to register yeah. for this class, it starts at 930 in the morning <laughs> oh, on February 29th. That's a Saturday at the Renton Chamber of Commerce. Yes. You can just uh, email info at TeamReba.com.
1: Or you can go to our website at TeamRebaClasses.com and register there as well.
2: There you go. And space is limited, so be sure to register soon. Or if you've got yeah. family or friends that are, are really interested in kind of filling their heads with knowledge about this whole process,
1: yeah, I had a, a in fact, actually someone that hopefully we'll work together with a referral from a Canadian agent. Um, she just sent me another one, and I'm uh, we're inviting those folks to the class because they're going to be their first time buying a house. So oh, good. Going to try and get them in the door good, good, early. Good. For
2: so. That. Before the break, yes, we're talking about inflation. Oh, we'll yeah. just wrap yeah, up yeah. that topic because Please I do. know people are sitting there waiting on bated oh, breath. Totally. Uh, so uh, so the Federal Reserve wants 2% annual inflation. Yes. The reason is deflation or prices falling, depending on why they're falling, can be a bad thing for the economy. And we've seen that, right. uh, we've seen that happen in Europe. We've seen that happen in Asia. Um, it, it depends on why. If prices are falling... Uh, because of increased efficiencies, uh-huh. then that's a great thing,
1: right? Which is what we normally see, and it's it's like in well, technology, you get Moore's law and things you, get better you and can, faster. You and can
2: sure see that easier to produce, but that's like not that. always what happens. Sometimes right. it's just price competition. Uh, right. It could be prices where 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 a, a company, a business, is forced to lower prices to remain competitive, and and sometimes there's there's some of these you know disruptor companies that will cause that to happen, and it, it drives. Mm-hmm you know prices down well that puts a squeeze on the profits for companies what's the the consequence of that typically it's layoffs it's it's oh, it's a last yeah. it's a, lo- yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. loss of jobs right and 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 it's it's a really difficult pattern to get out of once it starts and so as as a consequence that's why the fed right now is happy to kind of let let this economy keep keep moving along and hopefully boost it a little bit. Well, I uh, mean to avoid that. It's always so interesting
1: to hear you say that though too, because we were talking about this when I said I was auditing the old shows, we were discussing about the fact that we're in like one of the longest economic recoveries that we've ever experienced. Over ten years, right. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's still a little nuts to be hearing some of this discussion. And yeah. you know, but then we also had another one of the shows where we were discussing how everyone keeps talking about the R word, the recession mm-hmm. word, right, right? But it's as you were explaining to our listeners, it's what t- is it two or three months?
2: Oh, it, it's it's going to be. I think two, you said
1: two months in the show, but I thought it was three months.
2: It's a quarter. You know, okay. what, what, I, I I typically go by a quarter of, of down. Yeah. You know, d- decreased activity, and and
1: that's not much time no, at all. It's
2: it's not. But these things are, you know, we don't know we're in a recession until we're looking backwards and right. saying, oh yeah, we were in a recession by then. Nine yeah. times out of ten we're already out of it. Right. You know. So nobody's expecting anything super crazy, you know, looking forward into twenty twenty. Yeah. We think it's gonna be a pretty good year. Uh, so you know, that's what we're seeing of, so far
1: in the real estate world.
2: Uh, absolutely, and the, the thing, that, and that's an important point. The thing to remember is that we have—we
1: certainly don't have prices falling there. <laughs> we do at not. least in our market. Inflation area. on that
2: part is just fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but and above fine. But remember that a lot of our our economic statistics; those are national. Yes, they're not local. So what we may read in the you know online or whatever about national statistics doesn't necessarily translate. To yes. what's happening in our in our stores, or and in that's why it's always so important
1: to have good local people that you can turn to, and that's what we try yeah. and provide here. Absolutely, because yes, we do get a lot of national information, but it frequently has not much to do with us. Yeah, that's
2: true. So yeah. here we're at right now, just the yes. national averages for thirty-year fixed rate mortgages, not much unchanged from from last week. Thirty-year uh, fixed rate three point six nine percent, fifteen-year fixed rates three point three three. FHA and VA, 3.32. They're still fantastic. Those are insanely they really, good. Really are. Yeah. Yeah, they really are.
1: I, seriously, those were those were the rates that were at the end of, like, the housing crisis.
2: Pretty pretty close to it. That's right. And, yeah. and think back a year ago. We were a, a full percent higher than that a year oh, ago. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. 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 So. so
1: things are really, really great right Mm-mm. now. I, we really appreciate where they're at. <laughs> That's right. So... um all right. So can we talk about Yes, this? let's do. Let's do. Okay. since we're talking about inflation and deflation and size changing. So you brought in an article that says how downsized building trends affect bedrooms and bathrooms. Do you want right. to explain to our listeners what this uh, wonderful piece of charts and words on this page <laughs> are all about because they can't see it?
2: Well, sure. You know, the, 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 the basis of the article is that builders are struggling to build homes that are affordable to a greater number of buyers, especially first time home buyers. And, and so what they're finding is that building smaller and leaner homes is, is the way to go. Uh-huh. So we're, we're starting to see that. And I, that's why I was asking you are we seeing that quite as much in our local market as we are nationally? Um, but uh, along kind of a sort of in tandem with that, um, when you're in a recession or coming out of a recession, ho- the size of homes tends to get smaller, and then as you as you're out of the recession, they tend to get a little bit bigger, and so the national averages for homes have have um, you know they've gone up a little bit over the last couple of years, but we're still somewhere right you know just under about what 2,400 square feet, mm-hmm. you know somewhere somewhere in that range, so you know I, we were we were kind of talking about it because. Um, in 2018, only 3% of new single-family homes had one bathroom or less, 34%.
1: Wait, say that one more time.
2: Yeah. 3% of new homes had one bathroom or less.
1: I'm amazed it would make any. I don't,
2: I don't know what the or less stands <laughs> for. 0.75? A, a, a dunny out in the backyard, maybe. Oh, it could be. Yeah, 0. 0.75. Yeah, something a three-quarter like bath. Yeah. 34% had three bathrooms or more. But that was down yeah. from 36% in 2017.
1: And when they say that, do they mean that is equaling two and a half baths, meaning toilets versus bathing areas?
2: Well, I, they're just saying bathrooms. So I, I consider it a full Cause bathroom.
1: Because a three-bedroom, be, okay, three two-bath house is the most sold house every year here in mm-hmm, the local in the area for the last 20 right. years that I know of, for right. sure. Yep. But um, But I will say... More and more of the consumers are always asking for two and a half or more because they want, like, right bedrooms to use the full baths and then the half bath for the guests or on the main floor if it's a two story right, home,
2: right? Right, well, and and new single family homes with two bathrooms, uh, not three, has always exceeded the other sort of bathrooms per unit categories, those are up 64 percent. So, we're seeing more homes built with just two. I wonder not three. where those are. Does, well, it, does it give you? I the, mean, I saw
1: some maps in here showing the yeah, areas. Yeah, there's, a, there's but, a few
2: maps. The Pacific Mountain and, and West North Central regions of the U.S. are the ones with the heavier three plus bathroom counts. So pr- think the coasts. You know, the West yeah. Coast, East Coast. You know, those are going to be the ones with with you know more three or more uh, bathrooms. When you look in the in the mountain area, the the, the Midwest, not so much. You know, not so much. So, so we're a little bathroom heavy on the, on the West Coast. because <laughs> we uh, drink all that coffee. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, want <laughs> might be part of it. I don't know. But, uh, but thank uh, you,
1: Starbucks, for something I, else. <laughs> I just thought
2: that was pretty interesting that that we're, we're starting to see scale more lean and mean. And, uh, I don't know, I grew up fine with it, you know, one I'm, bathroom. Well, I know,
1: that's what we were saying before we went on air. Like, my family in Beaverton, Oregon, had six of us with a four-bed, <laughs> one-bath at right. 900 square feet, yeah. which my clients today are like, There's I like couldn't no do way. that. Not going to yeah. do it. Yeah. All right. Not well, gonna we're going to have more back on Open House that's with right. Team Reba right after these messages. Thanks for being with us.
0: Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now back to Open House with Team Reba.
1: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hassa, Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side.
2: And Eric Austin's here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage.
1: Yes. And uh, I know we were just finishing that last segment talking about, you know, the downsizing of beds and baths and things like that. But, right. uh, you know, the thing that's going on this weekend.
2: I do know. In case
1: you need to add a bathroom to your house. Yeah. Or you need to perk up a bathroom or kitchen, is the Northwest Remodeling Expo.
2: That's right. It's going to run through the 26th, January 26th at the Washington State Convention Center.
1: Yeah. It's on today still till 7 p.m. So even right. if you hear this show, you can still get over there if you still haven't already. To get over there.
2: Always lots of and vendors tomorrow. at that show. Uh, oh, yeah. Tomorrow till 5, right? 11, yeah. 11 five. to 5.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep, and so if you want to get more information, go to Nwremodelingexpo.com There you go. Voila.
2: Lots of good ideas at those at those shows. You yes. Know, I, I always like to. I know. I
1: need to get out of here so I can get over there. I do.
2: I like to go because I I get I just kind of write down ideas. Sometimes I'll snap a picture. Oh, I like this. Who I like that. Oh, yeah, totally. And uh, then I'll just go home and, and build it. And uh, I've, I do not subscribe that's what do. to that rule. What's that one called? Measure twice and cut once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a I'm doing a lot of uh you know, help to the local um, hardware store economy by you know, purchasing more lumber than I than I need to. Okay, but
1: you know what? One of the things I will say you did not do as a do-it-yourself. Yeah. I'm just gonna give a shout out to some people who've Let's been on this do. show.
2: Let's do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Michael yeah. Murrow yeah. of Michael Murrow Landscape Design yes. has been on our show a couple of times. He has. And you hired him, lo and behold. Art. Oh, frugal one. And you got Jose Escobar and the cousins landscaping right. to do the install yeah. of Michael's design. It was a total dream And it team. looked great. Oh, they did such a fantastic job.
2: I just kind of transformed I the whole I can't wait yard. to
1: see it in the springtime.
2: Yeah, well, that's – and even Jose, you know, he's installing. You know, we did mm-hmm. some structural stuff. We yep. did a lot of plantings. Yeah. And uh, Michael Looks Murrow – Kind of designed it based on the sun, based on mm-hmm. times of year. Things are going to be constantly yep. in bloom. And like, right, even now, right now, we've got Sarka Coca going, which is the I'm sorry, it's that, a what? It's called Sarka Coca. They smell really good. Sarka
1: Coca? Sarka Coca. Coca. You just like yeah. to plant things with fun names. I do. Yeah, Okay, I do. And
2: don't ask me any of the other names. Bec- well, oh, okay. I've got a <laughs> few of them in my mind. But uh, but but um, Michael, when we kind of talked about the, the yard and everything, he's like, do you want, like, green all year long or do you want like riot of color in the summer and i'm like go for the riot you yeah know, so it's it's gonna be fun it's totally up your lot alley a lot of bright stuff a lot of yellows lot yeah of that's whites. why i
1: can't wait to see it as it starts to evolve yep. banana tree
2: gonna put a banana tree in I'm, that's not in yet we're waiting are for you it gonna to like take bit.
1: pictures showing the seasons i will you yeah. should do that, and yeah. then share it with us, so that idea. we can post it on, post you know, it on our social, social media. media. There you go. <gasps> Look at what that's capable of doing <laughs> and you engaging know, people.
2: What What prompted all of this is last summer, spring, I guess. I was uh, going through a, one of these big box stores, uh-huh. and they had a cedar gazebo that oh, looked yeah, really I saw that. cool. Yeah, and, and I, I looked at that. And I'm like, you know, so I bought one. It showed up in a pallet, you know, in my uh-huh. driveway. weighed about seven hundred pounds. So I drug it into the garage, and and I'm uh, sure
1: piece by piece. Yeah,
2: right. And then and then I had to, <laughs> you know, so then I'm like, well, where am I gonna put this thing? So I I poured a concrete pad, uh-huh. and uh, and then I put this this whole thing together. You know, it was just like a giant sort of Lego project. But you know what? It, it was high quality. It was good quality. I was going to say, it didn't really, look like Legos. Really nice. Yeah. No, oh, no I, it I, out I was right. at your house for the holidays. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Or right yeah. after, you know, right. holidays. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Are you going to do karaoke out there in the summer? Yeah,
2: Tagalog. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs>
2: Just annoy my neighbors. <laughs> That's right.
1: I'm sure that won't be the only thing you do yeah, to them. They're invited. Them. <laughs> they can come. That's right. Yeah. No, there was a lot of fun people at that event. <laughs> so um, the other thing, when I was also joking about this article though about the beds and baths, yeah, was where else can you possibly want another bathroom? And mm-hmm. what else was going on this weekend? That's or starting the other big this thing weekend? Going
2: on the boat show, the Seattle Boat Show, one of the largest on the yes. West Coast, is running through February first. Yes, and. If you are began on January
1: starting, 24th, they do two weekends. So. Right.
2: It's a big show. Yes, it big, is. Big, big, big show. That's also down at the at the um, usually the CenturyLink convention you yep. know, centers where that's at. And well, in general,
1: and we got sucked in. Remember when we were starting this show? We've been two
2: two live broadcasts from there. Yeah. yeah. And this one time. of
1: them I didn't own a boat. And then the next one I did.
2: Hmm. Funny how that works. And now
1: I'm on my second boat. Yeah. So what the me. hey? <laughs> You're making my life expensive hanging out with you.
2: I got a Christmas <laughs> card from one of the the vendors this year because I think are I, you kidding? They they saw my eyes light up when I looked at their their boat and they're like, mm. Oh
1: well, I and I got to tell you, it's like not only have we done the being at the boat show and now I own boats and now I'm a rear commodore of a yacht club. Like, what is going on in my you went world? All in. Yeah. I, yeah, I went all yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Eh, it's it's uh, it's just a it's just a fun thing but yeah. you know even if you're not really own a boat or you're into boating it's a lot of kind of interesting stuff to see there at the at the boat show oh and, yeah cuz it's uh, not
1: even just that you can get yeah. stand up paddle boards and kayaks and a whole bunch of other stuff too
2: sporting goods supplies yeah. but also charters and yes. tours yes so if and
1: classes
2: classes there's a ton of, of great stuff yeah, yeah. so and it's, you it's, can buy
1: toilets there <laughs> just like you can buy you, toilets at the Northwest Maritime Expo
2: that's right that's right and A boat could quite possibly be a tax-deductible second
1: home. Yes, head, bed, and bread, as they call it.
2: That's right. If you live on it for at least 14 days out of the
1: year. Which I qualify for because with the Yacht Club stuff, I go out on my boat all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I actually started keeping a log because I might eventually want to get a captain's license. Oh, nice! Yeah. yeah, Oh,
2: that's fun. Yeah,
1: you're looking no, at that's... me like I'm nuts, but I'm no, serious. No, no. <laughs> I've seen you handle a boat. You're good with them.
2: Yeah, you know what you're doing. That's what. That's what's important. Yes. Yeah. So.
1: So yeah. So so tell people on our program because people who are listening to us now may not have heard our broadcast from when we did the boat show. Mm-hmm. Although you can go find us on podcasts mm-hmm. and find those shows right. and listen to some of it because we talked about like waterfront uh, docks uh, and also how to finance. Mm-hmm. So do you want to like maybe cover that real quick? Because couple of years later everyone's homes are worth more. Right. And now people have equity positions. That's what would be some right. options?
2: I mean there's a few different ways to go. One is you can get a, a boat loan, a, a marine mortgage. Right. And the interest rates on those are reasonably favorable. They're not mm-hmm. gonna be quite as low as a mortgage on a house.
1: Yeah. And see, that's one of the things. I bought mine with a boat loan mm-hmm. but my mortgage is significantly lower but i wasn't in a position to do that when i bought the boat
2: right so we do we do have customers that are doing that they're they're taking out a cash out refinance of their home and using those to to purchase a boat uh that Mm -hmm. way you know you've now you do need to check with your your accountant as far as the the deductibility of that goes yes i'm not a tax advisor so you got to be a little bit careful about that uh however the the interest rates are going to be significantly lower and, uh, and you can spread those loans out over thirty years or whatever you want to want to do for that. Yeah,
1: because that's the other thing. Regular boat loans uh, don't go to thirty years; they're more like ten well, or fifteen. You can go out 15, probably 15, think twenty think like. at the well, most. Well, I know Boeing Credit Union where I got mine was, mm-hmm. um, I think their max was fifteen.
2: It might depend on the. Yeah, that's possible. It, it might depend on yeah who you're going to. There yeah. are some that are a little bit longer term than that. Yeah. Um, but um, it's not as as difficult to do as as you might think. Uh, you you do have to kind of. Be planning though not only the boat itself, but remember anybody mm-hmm. now operating a boat in Washington waters has to have a boater education card. Thank That's goodness! An online class that you can take. It's a it's a darn good class actually. Yes, and, it is because is... I
1: didn't realize how little my ex husband never taught me about <laughs> boating until right. I had to do it for myself when right. I bought my boat, and yeah. then I was like, "Red light returning, what? Yeah, you it, know, red light <laughs> returning. Right returning yeah. I'm sorry, and I was like all these other things. I was like, I. I had no idea about any of this. If anybody wants to know what red
2: right returning means, all you got to do is be up on, um, say, Oak Harbor uh-huh. on a on a sunny weekend and look at the Skagit Delta out in, oh, in Saratoga Passage, which is the body of water between the mainland and Woodby oh, Island, gosh. because there's mud flats out there. And there I know. Is a distinct, I've been in
1: them with my ex-husband. Mm,
2: there is a distinct. <laughs> right after we bought that boat. There is a oh, solid God. line of red buoys that tells you don't go in here and
1: And I will tell you Because when I saw all the other boats go one other way, and I went, why are are we going going this this way? way? And they're all going that way. And he's like, I don't know. I guess they're going to Tacoma. (laughs) There's
2: a reason for that. Ten minutes later. I'm just going to take this little shortcut. It looks like a lot quicker way to get south. It was horrible. It was horrible. My favorite story. That whole delta is littered with boats stuck in the mud, you know, waiting for the tide to come up and and set them free. (laughs) Every, Every summer, it's sort of entertaining, you know. I have all, a all i got to say uh, is if
1: your spouse says to you, what are those white sticks sticking out of the water? Stop, yeah. turn around, mm. and go the other yeah, way. Yeah.
2: That's that's right. I have a f- good friend that ha- his dad has a place just across from that on Woodby Island. And, and we'll sit in oh. lawn chairs um, sipping yeah. uh, beverages and just You told me that, and I thought,
1: oh, my gosh, I bet he's watching us right now.
2: <laughs> it's true. So, or ID card. Yep. It's going to be a requirement. Got to yep. keep that boat insured. And then where are you going to put it? you know, a lot of people yep. don't sort of think that thing through. And, yeah, uh, especially depending you know. on what size, That's well, right. you
1: know what? Speaking of which I was actually just talking to a past client, which I believe you worked with them maybe when they purchased, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Um, we we're looking at, their, I was looking at their place out in uh, Port Orchard mm-hmm. recently. Cause I was coming back from a yacht club event and I had forgotten that the, the place that I sold them, I oh, actually, can I, can I throw this out there? Mm. You probably don't have any idea of what I'm about to say. So, you know, good luck. Um, So good friends of mine ran the state um, pump out service. Okay. That got canceled this year because the guy who had put that in place, those are federal funds. I'm going to ask our listeners, if you care about this topic uh, and care about the water environment here Mm -hmm. for salmon and orca and all of that, feel free to send me an email and I will get you contact information to people you can reach out to at the state level. The gentleman who used to make sure that this program was in place and it had been expanding up Mm -hmm. through the end of 2019. In fact, that's why my friends bought the place in Port Orchard because they were expanding further out into the sound Mm -hmm. because it's to keep the waters clean from sewage. Mm -hmm. That gentleman retired and his replacement who was not handpicked by him didn't believe in the program, even though it's federal funds and they cut it off for 2020 Hmm.
2: and his business has been
1: obliterated Hmm. because of that. Not only is the business obliterated, but that cleaning that has happened all throughout. Okay. I'm going to tell you, it's not just the people out in the saltwater. If you're somebody who was getting serviced while you were out at Seafair and Mm -hmm. had your boat up on a log boom, that was these guys. And so that service is now gone. So if we want to talk more about it, send me an email at info at teamreba.com And I'm happy to get you the details on who you can write and let them know that you're unhappy with that.
2: Yeah, I didn't know about the pump outs. Uh, yeah, it just happened on New Year's Eve Eve. Interesting. Well, we've got more Open House from Team Reba when we come back. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after a few open quick house messages.
0: with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba.
2: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And Reba, somebody has a question for you, how can they reach you?
1: Well, if it's a general question, you can send it to info at teamreba.com, the one we use all the time, because my whole team has access to that. So depending on how quickly you need a response, just let us know. Or you can sign up for our classes. You can also... Reach out to me in social media as well. We do have a Facebook page for Team Reba uh, as well as I have a Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter site.
2: There you go. Yeah. DM
1: me all you like.
2: There you go. And I can be reached at Eric at com. That's Eric with a C. Mm -hmm. And I'm on social media too. Just look up Eric is my banker.
1: Yeah. And if you need more info on us, go to teamreba.com. There you go. There you go. All right. Blog and everything all right there. Very simple. (laughs) Very Super easy.
2: easy. We love story problems.
1: Yeah, I know. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew when I was a child that I would love math story problems so right. much? Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. You know something else that um, are things that we like to solve as mm. problems? Mm. When people are trying to sell their homes, mm-hmm. and it can become overwhelming, especially. Well, because we brought this up That's on a, pre- sure. a, a prior show. Yeah, because you've sold a house, right? I've mm-hmm. sold houses. And it's stressful. It is. In fact, this is one of the things I I try and get across to people is, you know, like when they're buying, I know they already feel stressed because it's like the biggest purchase of their life. But what I talk about when I'm working with somebody who's about to sell their home, as I said, I just want to forewarn you, our job is to try and help reduce this as much as possible, but it's much more stressful to sell a home than to buy a home. Yes. And the reason being, when you're buying, you have choices, but when you're selling, you have A thing.
2: That's right. Right?
1: And that's it. No one wants their baby called ugly. Right? So, you know, but if your baby might be a little on the ugly side. (laughs) And there's some
2: ugly babies out there, let's be honest. (laughs) Smelly babies, too.
1: Yeah. But sometimes people don't have the resources easily available or taking time to get like a line of credit or whatever. Maybe, Mm. you know, just it depends. Um, our favorite answer in real estate. Um, But my team has had a lot of services that we've offered over the years. And so, you know, like when someone's listening with us, we give these great like credits around home cleaning and window and gutter cleaning and prep and all of that. We help with staging, 3D tours, drone, you know, professional photography. We buy home warranties. I mean, it's like several thousand dollars worth of just those services. Right. Right. And so when you're prepping and maybe you need to paint, maybe you're, you know, updating something or, you know, got to fix that fence and all the, all the little things, the details, right? Well, not everybody has that cash just laying around and they, or they don't want to put it just on their credit card. We now have through Remax, uh, another option that we're starting to roll out right now and I'll just say, listeners, if you're interested in something like this, basically the the general layout of this is that we can get engaged with you and bring in a, um, I don't really say that they're full, like, they're not like renovation, they're a home improvement company, but it's meant to pick out the most saleable items within you know your house mm-hmm. that will help it sell for the most. And... You can pay for those services at closing out of the proceeds of the sale. That's which great. Which is unique.
2: That's great. Yeah, because that's a, a, probably a, something that holds back so many folks selling. They know they yes. need to do this. They know they need to do that, but yeah. they don't have the money. Yeah, to I get well, the home to we use point. this
1: one example in 2019. We had a customer, and this is why we always say: if you're thinking about even just considering selling your house this year, mm-hmm. reach out to me as soon as possible and set an appointment. Because one of the houses we sold that closed in November, they started their preparations in January. Mm. So it's January.
0: Yeah, yeah. If
1: you want to sell, I, I've had numerous conversations this month. January is a busy phone call month for me. Sure. People setting appointments, having me come out, do a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of appointments, just going and looking at houses and talking about, well, sure. from the last time I was there, what have you done? Yep. What have you not done? And I just uh, laid this out to a a client who's uh, a past, you know, someone who's been on the show and, uh, and this is like a great option for them. It's a really great option for them because they got a lot of stuff going on in their lives and it would be easier if we could help bring in a company that could just help us do it all. Right. And we can do that with my association with Remax, which is, I'm super thrilled to be able to offer it because it's it's been something that I know does hold people back. They need to do the paint. They need to do the carpet, but they're just like, oh, what am I going to do? Well, so it's I, it's I awesome.
2: Just, can I just point out too, and it um, can
1: be more than just those.
2: Well, I, I relied on on your expertise, you know, to sell homes. And why thank you. And it, this is so so critical because it's not just um, looking at the home and slapping up a sign and taking some pictures. Really looking at the oh, home. No. What what can we do that will you know improve the value of the home what can we change is are the colors right Are are the can we work with the furniture does it need to be staged yeah so all these different things um with with a home i sold you even went in and said i don't believe the square footage measurements were correct and remeasured it and and yeah i paid to have an appraiser come right that that. was a game changer yeah because all of a sudden it's like Whoa. We got you like a fifty, than, sixty dollars 60000 Delta yeah. right. on we, that. We thought it was- For uh, 250 bucks. Yeah, it was a lot was bigger totally than we, we thought it was. So yeah. all of those things can really make a difference. And sometimes it's not huge financial outlay to bring the home up to its its yeah. marketing potential. But oh, yeah. other times it, it, it can be more expensive. Oh, yeah. So.
1: Always that house in Puyallup that I was just describing, that family worked till like October to get that ready. And then we still – that was the one that had the dog smell mm. really bad. We needed paint and complete redo of carpet and a ozone treatment in there. Yeah. And we weren't even at that stage yet. But they'd already done all these cash outlays and had already moved across the country and done all these other things. And they were just like, we're just running out of time. we got to get over the passes before the winter sets in. Yeah,
2: yeah. And
1: so that was like a whole – I mean this would have been game-changing for them. And I could have gotten – Tens of thousands of dollars more for their home, if we'd been able to do that. Yeah, but they just weren't in a position to do it. And I individually, as an agent, can't really offer that to somebody without risk or liability. But right, also, right. also the potential of running afoul of the state licensing. Sure. So there's a that, lot of different things. But
2: what's our market looking like now?
1: So, you know, a few weeks ago we were talking about this inventory over the the winter was super tight. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we had so many people looking and there was not enough inventory. So, because this is the time that people start getting active, we're just not seeing the full amount of inventory coming on yet cuz most people are prepping for March, April, May, June. You know, in fact, if you look at last year's sales, the largest number of sales were June, July, and August. And August is not always our biggest month, which is why it was kind of interesting last year that August was so heavy in mm-hmm. sales. Yeah. yeah. But um, we're seeing it picking back up with new listings, but we're still not at pace with buyer activity. So we're going to continue to see the same thing that we've been looking at, which is about 20% of the homes are selling super duper fast mm-hmm. and many of them for at or over asking price. And then there's those people who overshot, who kind of had... Right. Too big of an idea of what they thought their house was worth. The ugly babies. They don't even have to be ugly. They could just be moderately, you know, bland, you know, <laughs> just Homeward, not a they, standout. They had a good personality, though. Yeah. They did. They had okay. a great personality, uh, but a <laughs> great location, you know. But, um, you know, it, it's picking up. So we'll see what happens this spring because, you know, most people don't move just because they got a wild hair. It's because you know, something's happened in their life. Sure. Right. So there's a lot of different things about that. But um, I will say there was a place up in uh, La Conner I just looked at recently that I'm actually going to go take a close look at because I will tell you, that agent massively misrepresented that property because I think I found a diamond in the rough and I'm going to go take a look at it personally. And who knows? Maybe I'll have a second home.
2: I've been looking at something up there too, but it was, I think it was on tribal land.
1: Yeah, uh, this is on- too. No, but ooh, no. we should talk. Let's That's get it. off air and talk about that. Mm, but mm. hold on. We're getting close to the end of the show. Yeah. I want to remind people, the um, we talked about this in last week's show. Tuesday, January 28th, the Butcher Plus Beast Bash at Renton Technical College. We have Angie Marr, awesome celebrity chef from New York City, mm-hmm. but from local restaurant royalty, granddaughter of Ruby Chow. She sells entrees at $150 a plate in New York City and she's coming to do a private event at RTC but there's a meet and greet that for 75 bucks you also get her book that is currently selling in like the 30 to 40 dollar price range and you get a chance to meet her and all that kind of good gonna be a great time so anyway we want to thank all of you for listening this week with us
2: uh, thank you all. We've covered a lot here skiing, inflation, toilets, uh, ugly babies, <laughs> Remodeling. The market, remodeling, a uh, busy, busy afternoon. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Listen again next week, every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Have a great weekend, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. the The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.